everybody it's your monthly dose of uh, art chatting we'll probably talk about psychic powers at some point kind of has to happen um, and here in the studio today the one and only Susie Halajian hi it's it's good to be here and Susie make sure you're talking right into that okay. mic okay can you hear me you can yeah hear me. okay we right. can hear you just great great um, so Susie I I've actually been I've been promoting this this show with a couple things that I know about Susie, just so that people can visualize what's happening. Susie, um, I know her as a as a curator, international curator. Just curator. International. <laughs> um, and, I, and I'm going to talk about the style icon thing, because I think it's really important. Always best dressed. That's really sweet. That's it's really, true, I have, I have a lot to keep up now. But I mean, I think a lot of people out there would agree. It's like, what's Susie wearing? And it's like, psh, catch up. 
Yeah, she, although she's like been wearing the same thing for five days probably at this point. You know, if when you do something right, you just keep doing That's it. That's true. I, I like that motto. And at the yeah. same time, you always have new looks. <laughs> so you must be like... Yeah, I'm in like the disheveled phase right now. It's yeah. a good phase. Yeah. Your hair looks great. Thank you. It's very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, obviously, we're, we're here to talk about a lot of crazy things. Yeah. I know a conversation that we were just having um, as we started the show is kind of the funny thing happens when you start to do a lot of stuff for the community and uh, for free. For free. And you run out of money for the love of art and uh, what that's all about. Um, so yeah, tell us the many different things that you're involved in right now. Yeah, no, we, yeah, we were talking about today how it's a fine balance where you're kind of juggling a lot of free events, free performances, free things that you're excited about. But at the same time, you know, like, you know, trying to put something up for the community, it always becomes a balance. Right. Um, should, I, should I start? Yeah. Yeah, tell us. Like, yeah. What, what, are the, what are the many different projects you're involved in right now? Okay, well, right now, um, I am working uh, with uh, Lace, which is uh, in Hollywood. And myself and my collaborator, who actually is my sister as well, show. Mafia. Yeah, totally. Weird, weird connection. Um, yeah, we're organizing this large group show, which opens Friday, which we're really excited about. Um, so it has, like, well, there's a Los Angeles artist, an international artist, and we're, yeah, so we've been working hard on that with, uh, yeah. So that has been taking up a lot of my time, what's which is a beautiful balance, too. What's the name of the show, so um, we're on the lookout for this? Right, yeah, so it opens Friday at 7, and it's called Drowning and Swallowing This Text. Cool. Which references one of the works that's in the show. Um, yeah, and uh, who's the who's the because I I've read the the description for your event. Right. Who's the writer that you're you're taking inspiration from? Yeah. So we took a short story, a novella by uh, Roland Bart, to really think about the different levels of like narrative continuity and fragmentation, um, and sort of. It was like it was more of a starting point for the show, but then we kind of thought through how the space itself and the artworks, how they can both sort of function um, as a place for displacement and like narrative reconstruction. Um, and so thinking about it really loosely, but also kind of using Roland Barthes as like a guiding principle, I guess, which is which sounds weird, but uh, I, I'm I'm really, I mean I'm interested in that. I, I was it's cool how you can as a curatorial team right. be inspired by, like I, I feel like it, there's actually a lot of art making happening in the curatorial process. Definitely. Right? Right. Which I guess is something that everybody knows about or doesn't know about. It's something I don't really ever think about. But right. It's, it's really cool, like being able to be inspired um, and you know, muse off of yeah. a story. Yeah, to most definitely. A show is a, so cool. Yeah, most definitely. And also kind of, even when we were in the space today and kind of laying out works, we were thinking about how to use, a lot, not how to use, I guess, but how to, how to create a narrative even with the artworks too, to sort of like double in on, on itself as well. Cool. Um, yeah, so it's been kind of a fun process. Um, a, uh, a lot of back and forth, but it's, it's been positive. Nice. And yeah. then, um, so I know that you also are opening up or have opened up a new gallery. No, no, um, I'm, yeah, planning to open up a project space. Project space, yeah. not a no, gallery. It's, it's, a ga it's, yeah, it's I, not called yeah. a gallery, No, but people. I like gallery. I think, I think I should start using the word gallery for everything, actually. Um, and that'll be sometime at the, towards the end of the year. Okay, cool. Yeah, and it's myself and two other collaborators kind of brainstorming 
um, how, what that can look like. And we're gonna have a lot of different types of events from performances to exhibitions and yeah, and really like um, hope to work with like a lot of different people and different artists. Awesome. Yeah. And and this is this space is located in. Yeah, this this space is located in East Hollywood, so it's uh, it's a work live space of Santa Monica and Virgil. Cool. Yeah, and we'll have like, yeah, it'll more news about it in the next coming months. And the, I guess. Is, there's no name for this space. Yet, there's is no there? name yet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's no name yet. Yeah. I guess we sort of just figure like let the thing run, let it let it flow a little bit, and then the name and the structure will kind of come come uh, come with each other. Awesome. But I want a fun name. Yeah, you yeah. gotta have a good. You name. gotta have a good name. Um, now, one thing I think that uh, that I, I think is an important thing to discuss is um, you, your sister um, Shohalajian, and um, a couple other people right. were were involved in this thing called 1830 a couple right. of years ago. Yes. Um, and just what, it, what what was 1830? I mean, you can yeah, give us a, a little little for sure. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I think it was it's a, it was a really important space. Yeah, no, Oscar was involved with 1830 I did, as I well. I had one of my first shows there. Yeah. Yeah, 1884. That was the name of the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for remembering. Yeah, I remember. But um, yeah, it was a kind of an artist-run space. I guess we weren't artists at the point, but we were organizers. Um, and it was myself, um, show who Oscar mentioned. Um, who's working on the show with me at Lace, and um, Samuel Vasquez and Alex Black. So we sort of came together and wanted to throw events and parties and performances. Um, but it was really focused on single night performances um, in Echo Park and yeah, and film screenings and kind of all around, um, all around good energy, I guess. Yeah, yeah and it ran really for was. like three years, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, and this is one of those those uh, places where I, I feel like um, there was a really good mix of the energy of yeah we're gonna have something that's that's art that can be discussed and looked at and considered in the art context, but yeah we're also gonna have a party that's just like a party for fun. For like, sure. Like I think that was one of those the great things about that place was that it, it was a place to hang out and and chill. Totally. But also see some really awesome work. Yeah. And. Um, the word democratic, I don't know if that's the right word, but, right. It, but it was very like, yeah, awesome. Yeah. I think there was like a, like all of us kind of felt like, you know, what would, what would be a place we'd want to hang out at and, you know, kind of who, we, who would we want to work with and kind of do something that was like serious, but there's a bit of a naivete to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what allowed a lot of things to um, happen organically. And I think one thing yeah. that, that's interesting when I look back at this, because, um, you know, I remember that moment when the when it was you know that y- y'all were starting this gallery. Y- none of you necessarily had been in like the art right. thing, right? And I feel like now you're in it, right? Like totally. You and you and your sister are always doing amazing programming, always kicking a lot of a lot of butt in that way. And then now Sam Sam has been doing performance for right. like nonstop for a long time. Um, and Alex, a musician performer, does everything, right? Um, so it's really cool how I, I feel like it was uh, it was kind of maybe was it do you consider it like a gateway drug to the art <laughs> world or something what was that yeah no actually yeah um, in a way it was sort of a moment where we were kind of like doing this thing it was like a three year run like really learning from each other as well as the artists we were working with so kind of I think gave all of us a feel that it, you know like kind of like opened up. Uh, more different ways for us to like even experiment with our own practices. Like at a time where we were like figuring figuring out what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it. So sort of like 
allowed us to allowed us to like kind of think through all of this together and with the people we were working with. And yeah, somehow we all kind of stayed um, stayed in the art is it the art world. What are we in? Art community. Art community. Yeah, art the community. art world is I think usually the the thing that we're usually talking some trash about. Right, right. The, the art community, I feel like, is the, the cool place. Right, like, world somehow suggests, like, a lot of selling. Yeah. And nothing is being sold here ever. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, the money yeah. issue. Um, now, I'm gonna keep going along with this thread. Right. And something that, that I um, remember from 1830 was the show that you, and I believe it was just you and your sister, it might be, it might be right or wrong here, right. but designed a clothing line. Right. Bringing us back to style icon. <laughs> and wow, you're taking it there. I'm taking it there. Um, th it was an amazing show. Right. The clothes were really good. Right. They were super limited edition. Right. Hella couture. Right. Um, what's up with that? Yeah, it's funny that, you know, it's funny that people bring that up. Or not. it's not like a lot of people. It's like three people, probably. But um, yeah, the project was called at the time Concept Store. It was sort of like a pop-up shop, not really a pop-up shop, just like an installation mm -hmm. that happened at 1830, like many years ago now. But it was um, it was memorable, and you had was. collaborated with uh, with Ryan Heffington, right? Ryan Heffington and, Huffington, um, and uh, uh, I think Hunter, Hunter Hamilton was in that show. Right. Um, I can't remember the other dancers, but it was a really right awesome moment yeah yeah it was a really kind of yeah it was i think uh a moment where we wanted to try something uh, something new out and the project was sort of it actually stemmed from a story as well i think i think i like to start from stories hmm. in general and um it was a lot of armor wear looking like ma face masks and objects that sort of shield and protect um and i think we did about 20 different pieces or works and yeah, it was kind of a beautiful performance that happened at 1830 with Ryan great. Heffington and, and everybody else who was involved. And um, Where are the clothes yeah. now? You know, I think they're at my, uh, they're at my mom's house, like, <laughs> upstairs tucked away in, like, weird plastic bags. Because there were some fierce looks in there. There were, yeah, yeah. I mean... I sh we should be wearing we should them. Be, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I should be wearing them, just saying. Yeah, um, okay. Just saying. <laughs> I, actually, I don't think I would fit in them, but they were good. Right, yeah, no, yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe and, we'll continue that. And or I guess I mean this is you know one of the reasons I bring this up is because it's uh, it's it's just really cool that you know you're able to to travel all these different lands like right um, organizer right organizer even in a, in the in the kind of fancy sense of a right. real show like a real art show <laughs> and in, in in the sense of a of a cool underground community right. type show I right. think like you've been you've been traveling these worlds and also as a designer right and I, you know it's it's awesome you're 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 living in all these worlds and yeah i think it's just like kind of like um you know when something gets a little bit boring it's like what to do now you know what like to do now. yeah or like kind of like change things up to how you know just to just to make sure you're having fun while you're doing something so maybe yeah. like three years from now you'll be like a raw vegan chef totally or like a really like not put together real estate agent. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> the Halajian sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, slang and property. Just, yeah. yeah. I could see that though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know. But I like the vegan chef more. The vegan chef. Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we could play some music. Let's see what people see are saying out here in our chat wing. I said, ask us questions. We have someone saying 1830. Thank you, guest 672. Um, and someone says, like the Rodart sisters. <laughs> or how do you say that? Rodarte. I, yeah, I think it's... Rodar. 
like the Bernard sisters. And then someone, and this, the other person, oh, I think it's the same person is saying that they're stoned, oh, stored in Pasadena. I thought it said stoned, but stored. Oh, I th- like the your ro- mom's house is in Pasadena. Well, the Rodart sisters actually work in Pasadena, oh. so maybe they're like, is it like they're being literal? I don't know. But I'm from Pasadena too, so. Oh, Pasadena represent. What up, Ooh. guest six seventy two? We're listening to you right now. <laughs> um, oh, what is the next project? Good question, guest six seventy two. What is the next thing coming on? Yeah. Um, we already kind of talked about that a little bit. She's yeah working on the project space. Right. Yeah, I'm working on that. It's going um, slower than planned. I guess that's not what I should be saying. But um, I'm collaborating with a friend of mine on a series of like kind of like open seminars, talks on oh. different topics, and that'll be probably at Human Resources in the next coming months. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We're still kind of hashing it out. So kind of like maybe thinking about different like discursive formats that stray away from like visual arts, but okay. Um, but yeah, so that's a possibility. And I was also joking with Oscar earlier today saying, um, yeah, just maybe start making work again or yeah. not making work again because you know. No, well you do, you have made work before. Yeah, yeah, or just like, you know, not, not curating anymore. Yeah. But I don't know, I don't think that, that'll really could, happen. So maybe it could take the form of a new fashion line or an addition Some, something like that yeah. yeah i like i like the idea of an addition i like yeah. that too i want to wear it yeah yeah if you make it in black i'm, I'm all over okay it. but yeah. maybe I, I was thinking i should start wearing white it was one of those things yeah white's always good right, right? yeah i like, mean i kind of have yeah. like a white pair of pants and never wear them i'm a little scared yeah i i've ruined like i always ruin my white clothes yeah yeah I'm kind of messy yeah me too yeah i like to eat <laughs> um, okay. Well, let's see. Let's well, let's take some time to get some more questions, and um, why don't we play another song? Sounds good. And we had listened to some Bauhaus earlier, and uh, let's throw in another one. You want to tell us what we're gonna listen to? Here? Yeah, we're gonna listen to the Black Devil. Um, a friend of mine sent it over today. So awesome! Thanks for listening to Art Tracks, y'all. We'll come back with some more um, chatting oh. with Susie Halagian. And here is what are they called again? Black Devil.
just to chat because we like to chat. Chatting sounds good. Um, so here, here's a question. Um, we're going to get to some of the questions that our, our chat wing um, listeners have asked. Thanks, guys. Guests 672-895, thank you for being with us here. Um, I have a couple questions. One of them I think is kind of a big question. Now, um, you recently spent some time in Beirut. Right. Working as a, was it as a, is a curatorial project? Was that yeah, the yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I was working on this kind of large scale biennial type thing. So, I mean, this is kind of one of those big questions that's hard to answer, but here, here's the, the it phrasing. sounds good. Is Beirut, LA, sla- Beirut slash or comma, <laughs> however you want to do it. Um, what have you come back with? Right. Where, how, when has your worldview shifted? Do you even have a worldview? Is right. that an annoying question? Ready, go. Okay. <laughs> no, I like the question. I'm excited about this question. Um, yeah, so I spent a year in Beirut, kind of working, thinking, um, traveling quite a bit too. Um, it was good and fun, but at the same time, it was a lot of challenging things that like, I didn't expect, like day-to-day things, like, you know, like even going to the grocery store. So I think like what, from kind of like coming back from Beirut, I just kind of realized like how actually like easy we have it here. Mm. Like in LA, like, I mean, I love Los Angeles, but there was a moment I was like, I mean, it's so, everything is so much like simpler. Like, I mean, I'm not even talking about like politically. I'm just like saying like, you know, like being able to connect with somebody in terms of like meeting them down the street, you know, things like that. But I think um, overall working in Beirut was sort of a moment where I started to like, you know, you start to kind of like, things start to poke at you. You're like kind of wondering why you're doing what you're doing, you, you know, what you're being challenged on. And I think there was just like overall such a more of an, like an urgency to produce there, like in the artistic scene, which was sort of very uh, inspiring and like beautiful to see. Um, kind of there, just the questions at stake were a bit more, you know, a bit, a bit more heightened, I would say. Um, and sort of this, ex- like, I just think I learned a lot from the exchange of being able to work with people there really closely, because I think that that's what kind of happened in the community there. Um, you know, because it's more of a place where, you know, the, the art community there is much smaller, mm-hmm. which, like, allows, like, more collaborations and connections, too, which is a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, so sort of kind of, it kind of questioned the way I've been working, I guess, like, in the past. Or, like, what, I guess, maybe, um, maybe even like uh, why I'm kind of drawn to particular practices more than others. But worldview-wise, gosh, uh, I'm trying to figure out what my worldview is now. Um, <laughs> what is a worldview? I, know. I mean, it's a I silly like question. It, I like it, yeah. Um, I don't know, what do you, I don't know. Let's, let's go to you. Um, <laughs> let's I guess, you know, one of the things that I found when, when traveling, and I, I did a lot of my traveling um, thanks to music and like booking like the jankiest shows all around. Um, one thing I came back with to to the United States after being being gone for a while was actually like a major identity crisis. Right. That's what I came. That was my worldview thing. Was like I was like, oh, like what am I? Like right. Like completely. Um, and this is actually something that I think isn't isn't necessarily. Uh, uh, I guess like it, it's not something that only I can experience. Actually, I think it, it's open to a lot of people, especially I think people from LA, and right. other, other cities. But one of the things I kept encountering when meeting people in other countries, and I'm talking about like uh, you know, uh, I was in uh, Berlin, I was in um, Mexico, I was in England, uh, Budapest, like kind of these major big cities and stuff. 
London, um, was that people would ask, like, oh, like, where are you from? Well, you know, the classic right. question. And my answer was always like, oh, yeah, I'm from L.A. But then it was always followed by a second question, which was like, no, 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 but where are you really from? Totally. Because there's a thing about, you know, the body that I inhabit right. is a body, is, is, you know, it's a brown body. I got curly hair. Right. You know, I'm a little, you know, a little round. Um, but I think there's that thing that, you know, and it, it, it's, it's weird because you wouldn't think so, but I think when traveling in Europe, people still think when you say Californian, even though we know that there's all kinds of people, they're still expecting like a surfer. For something. sure, yeah. And so when yeah. you're like, we're like, no, there's a lot of us actually. We just, people like me actually just don't really get it, get to Europe very often. Right. They haven't seen us. Right. And I, it was weird. It was this identity crisis thing where I came back being like, whoa, like, am I uh, Angelino? Am I a Californian? Am I American? Kind of, I'm none of them. And I'm an immigrant too. So I'm like, and I'm not really, because I was born in El Salvador, but I'm not really that. I don't know what I am, you know? So now I'm like, pretty confident I'm I'm an avocado eater <laughs> and that that's really what I am yeah I eat avocados yeah that's but good so, I mean, so yeah worldview for me was was identity and uh I guess learning to unclassify myself learning to totally appreciate my stance and this actually leads me to the, to the other questions like did you find and were there any issues about you being a a Californian or right. an American but I, be, because you don't, you know, you're not, f you know, following the typical look of, like, surfer, surfer kid. Right. I wish I could, though. You wish you could. <laughs> was, was, did that ever come up? Was any of that ever an issue or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, I think, like, uh, first of all, it's, like, always weird. I mean, it's always a, a th kind of a different thing when you're traveling alone, right? Like, you're saying, like, yeah. for me, I was always asked, like, where are you from? What are you doing? And it kind of puts you in the spot where you're kind of, like, questioning your own self more and more. I mean, like, both, like, location-wise and sort of, like, what you stand by at that point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was always a question. But I think also, you know, um, Lebanon in a lot of ways has, you know, is very divided. Um, and so there, that question becomes even more prominent. Divided um, by, by, by what? By um, where you're from, like like what your like uh, religious position is, mm. you know, what your politics are, th these sorts of questions that are more, you know, you're more interrogated day to day kind of, mm. um, you know, like even casually, like in, you know, in, always the question comes up in the cabs, you know, where you're from. But I think when, yeah, I think I, no one kind of, I, I just don't come off as like a Californian or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sure. But I would, I would always, I think I would say New York. I think it was sort of like easier to say New York, even oh, though I- claiming New York. Okay. I don't know, because I think I had come from, New, you know, I, I came You're from- You were repping New Pasadena a couple minutes <laughs> yeah, ago. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I know, like Pasadena's wiped out. But yeah, um, so yeah, but yeah, I think it was just like, I was just more aware of, uh, of just myself as like, oh, like in all kinds of ways, you know? But yeah, like just, uh, and also there's a large Armenian community in Lebanon, so I would hang out there. <laughs> Really? Yeah, and really good food. Oh, I love Yeah. Lebanese Armenian is some of my favorite in the world. It's it's delicious. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I mean yeah. I mean all throughout Europe actually, Lebanese food is the greatest. It's the food. best. Yeah. yeah. And I would like literally go to the same three places like every other day. Um I, I'm not gonna say it right, but Muhammara is my favorite. Yeah, thing it's on, so good. On the planet. So good. And for, yeah. the, for those it's like spicy. Oh sorry. Yeah, no, tell us, <laughs> tell us. I was gonna say for those of our friends who don't know what Muhammara is, and I'm probably saying it right what what is it? 
I'm probably gonna destroy it too. Like muhammara. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds, Sounds <better>. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like a spicy eggplant, like paste dip, like kind of neck. Pomegranate. Pomegranate too. Right. No, I'm not talking. I'm talking about the wrong thing. I think you might. Yeah. I'm I, talking I, about mutabel. Mutabel. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Oops. Well, it's all good. Yeah. So I, yeah. I think muhammara. Muhammara. I believe. Yeah. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, whoever you guys can correct me on the Kchung chat wing. Um, I think is pine nut pomegranate. Totally, it's pine nuts with spice. pomegranate. Yeah, very spicy. And it's kind of like a red paste love thing. It. It's really good. Yeah. It's, I think yeah. it's one of the greatest foods on earth. Yeah, delicious. Yeah, yeah you kind of put it on anything too. People don't use it. As I, much, that's yeah. what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will just I'll eat the whole thing. Um, okay, now the, the we brought this question up right. and it, uh, hot hot question, but in terms of um, being being an Armenian person in Lebanon, right? Um, obviously, there's a lot of politics there. Right. Hot, crazy politics. Right. Um, do you, is this, okay, is that is that part of uh, something that guides your work at all? Is that, I guess it's an identity question. You're going back to that. Right. Is that something that you, you I mean, you, you found them there and it was a good place to be? Right. Is that something you carry with you everywhere you go? Is that something that you're, influences your your thinking your yeah i mean maybe like uh maybe uh not so much being like armenian but maybe like uh kind of having worked in the middle east i guess mm -hmm. but um i know a lot of people when i came a lot of my friends when i came back would be like oh so like you know you're you're gonna be curating shows with like only middle eastern artists you know <laughs> like oh we're so you know whatever like they were joking or not i'm not sure but i think sort of like um I guess just thinking about a little bit more of how to integrate some of my own political concerns in my work is important. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. kind of what I kind of left with. And I'm still kind of, I'm still trying to understand what that actually is for myself and how one can represent that. But, um, and like kind of being faced with that more constantly, I think uh, last year was sort of, was sort of an interesting kind of testing ground for that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think yeah. it, it's rad for for us to see more Middle Eastern artists and for sure. everything, and yeah. more of everyone everywhere. For I mean, sure. Yeah. It's yeah. It's good to mix yeah. mix it all up. And, and yeah. Especially in in a city like ours, where where's people from everywhere? All yeah. The time. For sure. We, yeah. We need that representation and that those views. Um, going to the chat wing now. We cool. had we had two questions that were basically similar. One, somebody was asking what do you think about the performance art scene, performance art scene in LA and then someone asked but yes, performance, but what do you think of the LA art scene in general? Mm -hmm. Are there other cities that compare? So is there something how about that LA art LA performance? Art scene, right. What's, what, right. what do you think about all that? I don't know. I think just uh, being in Los Angeles and having been away like four years and coming back, I just once again kind of realized like what an inspiring place it is just to be. Um I avocados. Just, yeah, what? Avocados. Avocados, yeah. Avocados are always good. Um, just, you know, I just feel like there's so much happening now, and there's just like a fluidity and an openness to everything, which has been kind of the way I feel like it's like LA art has been defined in the past, that I think kind of, you know, gives you that sensibility like, you know, I'm going to try a little bit of this, I'm going to try a little bit of that, and it mm -hmm. allows for somebody to like, you know, mold and change. Um, which is a very, very beautiful thing, I think. Um, 
and I, I'm, you know, I, I don't know what it compares to, but I, you know, I think it's like LA is very special with that, and like also the music and performance scene that, you know, on any given night there's like five amazing things happening, and like you get to choose what makes sense for you, you know, and like and uh, you know a lot of a lot of artists like working together and collaborating, I think is like. It just shows like the generous kind of spirit of the place, um, which you know, which I think attracts a lot of people, including like myself, to keep returning to LA. It's hard well, to leave. Yeah, it's yeah, well, yeah. It's hard to leave. It's hard to leave. Yeah. I mean, um, I I wonder if you, uh, you know, now like live, you know, working in Beirut, we're in working in New York too. Right. Um, I guess it's there's, it's not about picking the best because that doesn't make any sense. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it does. Um, do you do you think? And I know generalizations are are not good ever. But is there is there something that you can say like, oh yeah, you know, if you want this kind of thing, Beirut's got that. Right. Is there something in terms of the the art being made, visual art, performing art, maybe writ, written art? Right. Is, is there something there that yeah that we can yeah. learn from? What is there something you think you could? Sh- yeah, that. yeah. In terms of like art making, there. You yeah. Mean? yeah, I think like you know, Lebanon has been known for we're coming out of there. That's based around sort of a, st- a storytelling defined by a, a mix of like fact and fiction, kind of using documentary in a way. Mm-hmm. So it like allows artists to really be able to tell. Like, I mean, this is a very simplified way I'm talking about it, but I guess it just kind of um, has in the past through like the medium of vi- video allowed a lot of artists to be able to narrate their own stories, but at the same time kind of borrow from like archival or like found footage. Mm. So it's to sort of like blur the, blur the boundaries between what is real and what is not and sort of to question um, question the politics around that as well. Um, so I guess kind of like the story de- storytelling in different formats has been a common format in Lebanon and also the lecture performance lecture performance. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of like the stamp of Beirut, but um, What does that mean exactly? Um, like, uh, you know, artists um, performing, right? And uh, in kind of the mode of like the lecture format as though, you know, as though one is lecturing, mm. but kind of narrating stories through that. So there might be for example, like a, a, yeah, okay, I don't, I don't know how to explain this. Um <laughs> I'm imagining yeah. someone giving a lecture. Yeah, yeah, but kind of, okay, like, um, yeah, so somebody giving a lecture in a performative manner, uh-huh. right? So you don't, you don't know, once again, what's true or false in the way they're telling the story, right? So you're not sure if what's being told is actually fact or fiction. Ah. Um, and kind of it allows, like, one to question what's authentic, what's not, mm. right? And, like, it's a bit more theatrical than other performances I was introduced to, so I think more of... Um, sort of like theatrical de- devices being used in that format were, are a very common thing, more of a common thing. Very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I think that's, that's great. I yeah. mean, it gives us a little bit of insight into, into yeah. the differences. And I mean, if we were to summarize what LA is, I think that's a tough one because we do a lot of stuff here. Yeah, we do a lot but of stuff I, but here. But I think one thing, and this is, we, we were discussing this earlier, is I've, I've, I do really do feel like the, the community spirit is pretty on fire right now. I mean, we're sitting in an example of it right now. In this Kei is Chung. great, yeah. Um, we're sitting across, not even, we're sitting literally above human resources. Totally. You work at Lays. Right, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or not work, <laughs> but you're, okay, excuse me. You're, do, you're doing your thing at Lays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think there really is this, this thing, um, and I mean, there's tons of other organizations and, and things going around in a city that, you know, makes tons of money off of reality TV and total banality and total 
vapid uh, consumer poop. I right. Mean, what, right. Whatever. Just, I, yeah. There's consumerism. That, right. And it's running this whole right. time. But there's also this really, and I, I think, I think there is, I think there's something about the the community spirit, um, and its connections to whether it's an intentional or unintentional or tangential like critique of capitalism I think right. is happening. Definitely and there's like I just feel like in LA like just the alternative sort of context um, an alternative is can be defined in so many different ways just like right. being at K-Chunk here like you're saying in human resources like it allows sort of a push against something some things maybe that like at the end of the day like I feel like uh kind of make more room for interesting things to happen. Yeah. But at the same time, kind of are like thinking through different structures and formats that um, can can also like open up, you know? Yeah, viable alternatives to, exactly. to hierarchies and um, yeah, and other ways of running stuff. Exactly, and yeah. And I also, I mean, there's also like the, just a, the cool thing about people opening up spaces, like yours is about to open Brian Getnick just opened his. Right, right. He opened um, Pam. He opened Pam. Right, which is amazing. And I'm sure I'm forgetting right now the other five people that have opened one recently. Right. But it, it's just, you know, there's a lot of good power, energy, movement. Um, I'm, re I'm really happy to be part of it. And, I'm, and uh, I think it's also kind of, whether we like it or not, adding to our list of responsibilities is, is yeah, we need yeah. to also, I guess, make sure it gets documented somehow. I don't know. Right, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. More yeah. homework. More yeah. homework. Yeah. That's your homework for tonight. <laughs> Document everything that's happening in LA performance yeah. art. Everything. For the last five years. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. <laughs> Six years. Yeah. Just, cool. yeah. No, keep keep it. Um, yeah. No, it's true. That's, that's, an, <laughs> that's an important thing to remember. It is. History yeah. is whether, however long they last. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and it's really good to be part of it. Um, let's go ahead and let's throw another song on now. Sounds and good. Um, we're going to come back with some more questions after this. Uh, everybody, you're listening to our tracks on KTRON Radio. Thanks so much for being part. Please uh, send us questions on the chat wing, and we'll answer them, or on Facebook, or you can Twitter us at Sister Mantos or KTRON. Yeah, me 
everybody you're back um, with our tracks and uh, we're here with Susie Halajin who's been telling us stories of, oop, telling us stories of uh, Beirut art art making stuff things things community um, community um, so someone on the Kate Chung chat wing which I always like to, to make sure we're, we're listening to you guys out there too says have you guys worked together and we, we did for um, sure yeah it was one of the shows at 1830 uh, it was called 1884 and it was I think it might have been my first solo show, I think. Was it? Yeah. I think maybe like kind of like my first and maybe only artistic solo show. Amazing 1830s honored. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was bomb and it was a uh, it was an experiment where we uh where I like were we though? It was a thing. It was a lot of people. It wasn't just me. It was a bunch of musicians got together and we basically played a score based upon color. Right. And uh, we were projecting colors into all the rooms, and I, the, all the musicians were asked to um, kind of react to the colors. Right. Very free form, with, with structure. Right, but it was like kind of structure around having, like it was all about chance too, right? Yeah, it was like, all about yeah. chance. We ha I had developed some games where the viewers were allowed to um, create the score based upon chance. It was a really great night. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was an incredible night. It was all throughout the space, and even visually, it was like all these different colors projected, and yeah, yeah kind of a stunning. There we have documentation of that. Really? <laughs> we do. Yeah. Where? Um, I'm, I'll, I'll have to email it to you. Yeah, because yeah. I've actually I was gonna say we have really beautiful. I've got, nope, I've got <laughs> one picture, and it's like from a cell phone. Okay, yeah. From back then, which people, you know, cell phones have gotten really good. Right, we didn't take pictures on our cell phones then. Yeah, back then. Right. Back then, we I don't think we used the internet on our cell phones. No, we didn't. We texted. We just text all the time. All the time. Yeah, kind of um, what I do now. Yeah, okay. which brings us to the next question: What is love? What is love? Um, which I, you know, and I guess, I guess, um, now that you've, you know, you've been around the world <laughs> and as the song goes, been around the world and I, I, I can't, can't find, find my baby. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah. tell us about love. What is it? What does Gosh. it have to do with this whole thing? Is there any, is what, what do you know? I don't know. I don't know if I know much actually. Um, I think love is like the only thing. <laughs> But we don't know anything about but it. But we don't know anything about it, right? Um, and 
Yeah, I don't know. What do you, Oscar? What do you know? Maybe I don't know. You know, I'm trying to figure it out right now. I know that um, I know that texting has made the getting even to the love part really confusing. Really complicated. Because I'm like, I'm, I guess I'm like already outdated. I don't know like when when it's when like you're supposed to strike with the next text. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm, <laughs> I'm like an over-texter. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a complete over-texter. Yeah, and then yeah. I think that makes people scared. Um, I don't know when to call on the phone. I don't think people talk on the phone anymore. Yeah. But I really like, actually, I really like talking on the phone. Right, um, right, so do I. Even though it's really awkward. Uh, I just, I even feel like sometimes when you want to talk to someone on the phone, you have to first text, like, can we talk on the phone? Like, are you free? Right. And then you can call. Right. Like, so, I, yeah, like, the, the, the connections, it's, it's weirder now. Right, yeah. Yeah, there's just, like, yeah, it's just, it's, there's a bit more, yeah, everything makes things more distant, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then, on the flip side, I guess there's people who are sexting each other. I've never been sexted. Oh, wow. I'm going to say it yeah. right now, people, I'm laying yeah. it all out. yeah never been sexted i have recently <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah and, and i like didn't know what to do with it i was like like i mean in general <laughs> hey uh... <laughs> oh, okay i just mean like i was just like oh cool like how do you respond to the, like unexpected thing like and i think i showed like my friends and they were laughing and i was wow. like oh, you know are we talking like one x or triple x sexed Trip, triple okay like i don't know i think there was a bit of an innocence to the to the picture, <laughs> but triple um, X. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Like I, it's like I'm not I'm I'm not the right person for that or something. Like. Yeah. What do I, you say? Like hey, exclamation mark. <laughs> yeah. Do you respond with like you know, I don't know, the smiley, yeah. the cat smiley yeah. with the hearts on it. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, especially when it's like unexpected. You're like oh like. I don't really know you that well. Oh. Right. So that kind of situation. It's not like, you know, you're in a relationship or dating and... I guess it works for some people though, right? I think that's how that works. It has to, right? With like Tinder and Grindr and all of those things, right? Like it's making all of that more and more like... Maybe it's always been there and I've never like kind of... Yeah. 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 I think it might. I, th- I think it's kind of been there. Yeah. But I, yeah, I'm on the same. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I've joined OKCupid um, really? five times, <laughs> and each time I join it, I I turn it off after 24 hours. Really? 48, so, so 48 like hours. In. Oh right, you're yeah. like. And then I like have a pa- I have a meltdown, where I'm just like, how am I gonna define myself on this thing? <laughs> and like, I I want to contact people, but I'm I don't want to. Right. And then I do, and then I feel weird, and then I usually stay up all night like on it. Like thinking about it. Yeah, and just like being so weird. Right. Um, which brings me to the next question. Right. What do you think about psychic powers? Um, I think they can be powerful things. <laughs> um, I don't know. We, we had a conversation about this maybe a couple months ago. What, maybe I'll, t- I'll have you answer this, what you think first. Well, I'll say, are you a believer? You know, I, I'm a big believer of like energy, you know, like kind of like... Um, like energy in the environment, energy with different people, like how and like things like that. But like psychic power, I don't know. Like that's a little bit next level for me. Next level. But I, I'd like to believe, you know. I just feel like it will kind of like make things make things have more sense sometimes. I guess. Yeah. Right. It would make the whole texting slash sexting <laughs> a lot easier. You'd be yeah. like, you'd be like, no, it's cool. Just psychic inbox me. 
<laughs> and we'll, we'll we'll get to the we'll get to it for sure. I'm working on on that people the psychic inbox as a. I'm just I'm just working on it as of this very second. It just started. It just like, started. We're something working, started right we're now. We're working I love on that. it right now. <laughs> Thanks. To, this is a collaborative between right. Susie Halajan and myself, Oscar Santos, or whatever other names I have on this planet. Um, psychic inbox. Psychic inbox. I like that. In like. I'm my psychic <laughs> inbox is officially open. Okay, like, can you, can you talk a little bit more about... Um, I'm open right now to receiving any messages from the world in terms of psychic relays or something. I don't even know what I'm saying. But if you want to send me a message in my psychic <laughs> inbox, I won't put it in the spam folder. Right. I will open it. Okay, yeah, then um, text me. Oh, yes, okay, that sounds really creepy. <laughs> But no, I um no the psychic inbox started right now. So started right now. Yeah, I, I'm present in that. And as we well. well, you know, yeah. we, we also cooked up the other day that we were going to have an art show in the future in 2016. Did we? Do you remember? We found like, a flyer, a picture. We were. It was a little. It was a little. You know, late in the evening. Okay. 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 Yeah. That sounds. I can't remember. We were right. probably both. Right. Like, I yeah. know when you. Yeah. I know you're talking about it. But um, that sounds great. Actually, we are g working we're, on. We're working on a show. <laughs> For 2000, uh, I think it was 15 or 16. I like, oh, right, now I remember. Yeah. The, the, when you said 2015, everything came back. Yeah. Because that was we the We made year. a flyer. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. I, I think it was called Dream something. Dream Nation. Dream Nation. Dream Nation. Dream Nation Psychic Inbox. It's great. It might actually just yeah. be a band. Um, I c yeah, I, c I can design the clothing. Whoa. 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 <laughs> um, well, people, we're reaching our last couple minutes here of our tracks. It's been, uh, it's been a really good conversation here with Susie Halajan. Are there any more questions out there in the Kachon chat, Wayne? This is your moment to ask what you need to ask, anything you need to ask. I'm looking on Facebook, making sure there's no new updates. Um, well, someone, someone is sending something. Kate, Kate or, oh, What is Love? Oh, the song, What is Love, Baby? Yeah, thank you very much for sending that. Uh, Joanna. Um, Okay, well, I think in, in the last few minutes, I, the, the one thing I'd, I'd like to ask is um, where would you like to see art in our context moving forward? Is there something you want to see more of? Is there something yeah, you're like, yeah, I definitely. Want? What is that thing you yeah, want? Yeah, no, I was just kind of another late night thinking about this and kind of brainstorming with a friend. I don't know, I kind of want to see things like, like just, I, I would, and I never thought I would say this, but I just want to do things outside more, like in different space, public spaces, in the desert, kind of like get out of the gallery, get out of, a little bit like, get out of the institution for a little bit, mm. and see and collaborate with people on that, on kind of more like longer projects, um, with both artists and creators, and kind of, you know, things that are happening, I guess, outdoors, in the sand, you know, and at gas stations. More, more art in the sand. More art in the sand, like drawing things in the sand too at the same time. Yeah, this sand, is kind of, yeah. Sand drawings. Sand drawings. Like that thing on Facebook where that, there's like that guy who like has a rake and makes like really trippy like psychedelic drawings on the sand. I haven't seen that, but I, sure. I think I should, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things yeah. where you get, it's like that thing where it's like inspiration. Yeah. And then you look at the pictures. 
Right. And, and th that's yeah. not inspiring? Or uh, I guess yeah. it's kind of inspiring. No, it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's kind of like doing like, I guess like those, what are those things, those crop circles? Right, but totally. But he's doing them on the sand. Oh, that sounds great. So we want more art outside. Yeah, and I think like you were just saying right now, I just think we all need more inspiration all the time and like more collaboration and things like that. Collaboration and is... More love. More love. More love through the work too with people. The psychic <laughs> inbox is open Always for love. For love. Yeah. Dream Nation. Dream Nation. Yeah, that um, sounds good. Now, here's something. I, this is one of the things I've been thinking about in re regards to love, and I've heard a lot of times. You have to love yourself first. Right. Right. No, of, that's the only thing. Yeah, and, you have to start there, right? And, you know, I'm getting there. I'm not there yet. I'm working right. on it. But I'm, I'm, I've realized that. Yeah, definitely. And you also have to learn how to relax. Yeah. and yeah. Which I never really do. To let go of things a bit. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. Um, well, everybody, in our last few minutes, I think we're going to leave you with a, with a song here um, as, we, as we travel on our earthly travels. Um, we've been here with Susie Halajian. We've been talking about art on our tracks, as we usually do, um, once a month. Please go ahead and tune in next, um, next Tuesday, or not next Tuesday, but in the following month. And our guest will be Avelardo Ibarra. And he'll be talking about his awesome projects. So thank you so much, y'all, and have a good night. Susie, you want to say anything? Last words? No, thank you for having me here. This was fun. Yay. <laughs> okay, y'all. Yeah. Peace. Goose rider, motorcycle hero. So looking so cute Sneaking round and round and round in a blue jumpsuit Cruise rider, motorcycle hero Beady, 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 he's a blazing away That's right.